Welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Kyle. I'm Aaron. And I'm handing this off to Aaron. <laughs> All right, start us off. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, today we are going to have a podcast that is part one of two podcasts talking about a a controversial subject that has been around for a very long time, modesty. Bum, 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 bum. So modesty, we're going to talk about what it is, um, what it is not, subcon, or sub, um, subcategories, subcategories that are under modesty that sometimes modesty gets clumped in. So today we are going to define modesty very simply and all have a working definition of it that we can move forward from. Um, and then we're going to just talk about four things, parents, that you can do that we're going to suggest that you can start doing um, to just have the conversation with modesty. Uh, and this is a really timely topic because uh, it's summertime. People are swimming. People are outside. People are getting tan. They're wanting to get tan. People are really not tan. People are getting tan uh, lines, as people, you can see uh, on my yeah, forehead, forehead if you're watching on video. That's a good tan yes. line, though. Yeah, I got yes. a bunch of tan lines. I was at the beach all week. So. Yeah. Um, and so it's people are in swimsuits. There's modesty is often the conversation that happens during summertime just because of, Mom, I want a two-piece swimsuit. No, you have to have a one-piece. Or uh, even at summer camps that we traditionally have done, we had to cancel this year. But it's like that's always a conversation is the swimming suit. And, guys, you can't wear Speedos. And here there's reasons why you can't wear Speedos. Um, so, yes, it's a topic of conversation that needs to be had. And I would also say this. Parents – modesty is a conversation and a topic that is affecting your kid and their world, whether you talk about it or realize it or not. So either yeah. they're con they're conscious of it or their friends are and social media. It is a topic that is affecting your kid's world probably more drastically than we can imagine. And, and it's so, always changing. Too. Yeah. Like I, I, feel, think so, I yeah. feel like the culturally what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, mm -hmm. what seems immodest, what doesn't seem yeah. modest, like – is constantly changing from even your generation, from your guys' generation, you know. Yeah. My generation is it's, the one that we're talking about. It's kind of a right? relative thing, which is yeah. really weird. So that's why we need to define that's why, it. That's why we need to talk about it because it's, yes. it's going to be difficult and always changing. Yeah. Yeah. So the definition of modesty that we're going to use that I totally stole from somebody else, that's fine. I absolutely love it. Uh, the definition, definition is humility in public. Um, so when we talk about modesty, we're not – we're not talking specifically about girls. We're not talking specifically about boys or guys. We're not talking specifically about clothing. We're not talking about yeah. sexualized stuff. Modesty is about a – it's a virtue that Christians should have in their hearts and minds that they should be seeking to display and put on display towards others, Yeah. which if you take that and talk about it that way, it's it comes up against, well – our culture and are you putting on display mm -hmm. in regards to your body and it hard and it <laughs> in uh, regards to your attitude um, so humility in public and like I said we're gonna give you four things parents that we think that you can start doing to have this conversation with your kids to promote um, humility in public and having that as a culture so number one you can adopt a culture of modesty in your household. Uh, like I said, it's a virtue for all Christians to practice. So mm -hmm. Kyle and Stephen, what is a way that you think 
from the teams that you've got in ministry. So Kyle's at Port Thomas, Stevens at Independence. We're missing Josh Lewis right now. I uh, wish he could be here to talk about this. Um, Josh is a really modest guy. He's very humble. I like him. It's true. It's true. I feel like he would have a lot of good things to say. But how can teens that you know practice um, humility in public? And how can parents start trying to have that be a culture in their home? I think first and foremost, it begins with why are you Mm -hmm. trying to practice modesty and make it a culture in your home? Like there's one thing that you can do as parents and that's just create a bunch of rules. Like if you want to create a culture in your home, option one is to just make a rules of do's and don'ts list them and list them and say, this is what you will and what you will not do. Yeah. And ultimately kids may have to follow those based upon punishments that you give them based upon clothing that you let them buy, et cetera. Um, but they will, they well, will rebel. Yeah. If, yeah. if it's just a list of here's what you can and cannot yeah. do, those kids, are, I mean, they're going to go against that every ultimately, time. Ultimately, like they may, they may not rebel from a, from a standpoint that you see, but their heart yeah. is going to be most likely rebellious. Absolutely. Um, and not like that because your students, if your kids are in student ministry, are now getting to a point where they're trying to decide life for themselves. They're mm-hmm. trying to make up decisions, make up beliefs, um, and often that's going to be that's going to start with questioning everything you've ever told them. Like that's going to be where they start. Probably is like what yeah questioning what their parents think. absolutely. Um, so first, I think it begins with you know understanding why is this a value that I should have, you know, and talking to your kids about what that means. Um, so for example, like in first Peter, it says, do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair, the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing that you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. Yeah. And so how kids show immodesty or modesty often is, um, their their clothing that they wear, what they put on social media, the persona that they give off to other people mm-hmm. by body language, verbal language. Um, but modesty is is like putting on display who you are inside, um, the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit based upon what you like give off yeah. on the outside. Yeah, um, and I, I would add, which is super helpful, you know, when if you read... I don't know. This is kind of – this might be a stretch, whatever. Sorry. But if you read like uh, – my wife, she's been reading a lot of Jane Austen books, and there's a lot of Jane Austen movies. And I feel like it's kind of old English, but people could still say it now. But you know, in describing somebody walking around, like to say they were dressed very modestly, I don't think that that means they were scantily clad or they had lots of clothing on, so they were dressed modestly. I think it had to do with wealth. So they weren't flaunting their wealth. So modesty is not just about lack of clothing, but maybe what you're flaunting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to your point, Stephen, it, the why is it isn't about specifically how much skin you're showing, but what are you flaunting? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's yeah. I was gonna yeah. Say, so I think the the idea of you know this starting the culture in your home is talking to your kids about. What do they like about themselves? What do they value about themselves? What mm-hmm. are their gifts? What yeah. are their what makes them unique and yeah. special? Yeah. And they'd be like, hey, are you showing that with the clothing that you're wearing? Or are you showing something that's completely different? Like that's yeah. that's not actually who you are inside and helping them to see how their fashion or their clothing or how they yeah. portray themselves really shows like what's in their heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 
the explanation of like why i think we've talked a lot on this podcast of it's just not just rules like you can make a list of rules all day uh but the explanation of why modesty is important and starting that culture is why we flaunt certain things over other things flaunting uh, yeah what those things that you're saying that are good qualities versus uh, you know, skin, if we're calling it. I think modesty very much in our culture refers to how the amount of skin you're showing. Uh, but yeah, the idea that it's more than just that uh, is is so applicable. Yeah, and just talking about the why, like here's why we do this, not just you're going to do this, 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 and this. Uh, yeah. I think that's a great way to start a culture uh, of modesty. Yeah. Um, so something else real quick to transition. So that was the first thing is, you know, parents, you starting the process of adopting a culture in your household that practices modesty. It's a it's a virtue that you can practice, not necessarily just something that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it, it's there's no better time to start talking about it than right now. The yeah. longer you wait, your kids are only in your house for so long, and you're you're teaching them a value system. So, um, and maybe parents, you need to come back and recalibrate yourselves. Yeah, what what is a value maybe you flaunt too much either skin or it has to do with you know money and what brands you rock and and whatever it is so um something else i wanted to say parents before we go into the second thing and we gotta hurry up here um and kyle and steven i think you guys would absolutely be able to talk about this the culture that the teens are in likes on social media views on social media comments on social media give power yeah and they are what people are after and what they crave it's the affirmation that drives and in regards to modesty you know not to talk about a subcategory but a lot is about skin oh yeah and body image and and um and it it dictates the choices of what kids do how they dress how they dance how much skin they show and so uh, it's a really big deal as far as social media and your and your teens. So, um, before we go to point two, anything to add on that? If not, that's fine. Man, I had something. Yeah, I was gonna say you looked I, like you had something. I did, but. and it was I. I felt like in my soul it was gonna be good, but I cannot for the life of me think of what it was. So <laughs> I have something, but I, I'll bring it up later. Okay, all right. So the second thing, parents, that we think you should do uh, is start talking about specifically, and this is a great way to further. Uh, drive home the culture in your household, but start talking about the world and how much it focuses on this life mm-hmm. and the flesh and talk about how it is all fleeting. Mm-hmm. If you read scripture, you talk in Colossians or Second Corinthians, uh, to name a couple, it's all about, in the first few chapters, set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. It's mm-hmm. like stay focused on the fact that this world is not our home and our treasure should be in heaven. Our treasure should not be here. It's like yeah. stop focusing on, on the outward and look at the inward. It's like God doesn't look at the outward. He looks at the inward. So anything to add on that? No, I, I think it's exactly what you were finishing up point one with. It's a hard world because of social media that your kids are living in mm-hmm. when Absolutely. it comes to modesty. Mm-hmm. I I almost guarantee you that any picture that your student posts or maybe one of their friends posts the less clothing it has in yep. it, probably the most likes it has. Sure. Yeah. When I when I see girls post stuff on Instagram that is very not modest, let's say a picture of like their butt, literally in a bathing suit, mm-hmm. it will have more comments than any other picture they've posted. It'll have more yeah. likes than any pictures they posted. Yeah. And that is like 
it's like people want that. You, yep. you want the attention. It feels good to have like, yeah. all mm-hmm. these people admiring you and saying compliments to you and like and posting things about you. So it's it's a really difficult world. And if you're so focused on what you're saying is this world, this life mm-hmm. that's fleeting, it becomes easy to just chase that and chase Absolutely. that and chase that. And that's why we, we've talked about it when, in terms of TikTok and how you can go viral so quickly. And, yeah. like, it feels good when you start seeing things rack yeah. up. Like, and it becomes like this this thing in your mind that like it just feels good like totally. subconsciously consciously like regardless and you yeah. begin to chase that again and it happened once so you chase it again um the thing that's scary about it though is it's a lie because you can never win because yeah. if yeah. you if you go immodestly and you start showing skin and doing stuff there's going to be people that hate on Talk you because it's inappropriate and rumors start about you but if you stay if you stay modest uh, in your attire and how you flaunt yourself or don't show skin or whatever, you're going to get hate because you're being modest and you're making other people feel bad or maybe you're, you're, you're boring or lame. So it's, it's this – you can't win yeah. any way you choose in this society when it comes to modesty. Yeah, you're you, going to get haters either way. And you, you can't win you know, in this life. And, th- and that's the, whole, that's exactly the right. whole aspect of this conversation yeah. is like teaching your kids like – what matters is not this world. And, yeah. that, and that's such a bigger conversation than just modesty. It's such a bigger conversation. It's it's worldview. It's how you see life yeah. and who you're trying to please. Are you trying to please God or are you trying to please man? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the more and more your kids um, learn and fall deeper in love with Jesus and are trying to please God rather than people around them, yeah. um, that is what's going to start being able to create this outward then effect of what's happening inward inside of yeah. them yeah. Um, and, and what they're portraying. Yeah, so. yeah. I think what you kind of said, one, social media is the biggest one. I mean, Aaron, you, we, I'm literally stealing this off your notes that you said earlier, but like the social currency or currency amongst teenagers is social media like your influence like that is a role a job people have now make their living off this literally literally to your point kids have showed up to the youth group and other people don't know them that well and people their influence is based on how popular they are on social media so kids have heard of other kids on social media who show up and they talk about them it's like that kid has like so many followers on youtube so it if it determines how much clout they've got in their eyes like it's yeah. 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 So, and then just going off Stephen's point, like the idea of attention and just it's the easiest, quickest way to get affirmation and attention. Yeah. But, Stephen, what you're saying, like once students can see that that attention is can come from a better source of Jesus and they start seeing that that value in Jesus versus the value in likes, re- retweets, or whatever it is, that's the only time, yeah. Stephen, going to your point, that like that outflow of, um, modesty is going to come in all regards not just yeah. their clothing but in their yeah. speech their thoughts their lives and actions as yeah, well say that that attention seeking begins to suck like out yeah. of you oh like, totally yeah. it, beca- it becomes oh, yeah. your focus and what and, you're living for and i think like kids need to like have that kind of called out and shown yeah because so many students like even if they're getting all that affirmation, they start to then realize like I'm only getting this affirmation because of what I'm posting out. Yeah, I'm yeah. only getting this, and then that and begins that, to deplete them. Well, that also, which you know, starts to turn into their identity as far as who they are, and it's like if that's it, it's it's so shallow. Like there's mm-hmm. got, there's so much more to us because of God and how He made us and who we are and our hearts and minds that the superficial is so shallow, and 
that's no way to live life. Yeah. And so that's partially why we do ministries because God created us for something so much more. So absolutely. Um, so the third thing, parents, that we suggest that you should talk about this week, uh, start the conversation, is you can never talk to your kids enough about how much God loves them, about yeah. how much God sees them, about how much God cares about mm-hmm. them, what they have going on in their life, what their concerns, what their cares, what their struggles. It's like he sees them completely and loves them. Yeah. You cannot tell your kids that enough. Even if they roll their eyes and make fun of you, it's like they need to hear that God loves them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, if, if you haven't, if you can't remember the last time you told them that God loves them, uh, shame on you. I'm just going to go ahead and say that, parent. Like, you need to tell your kids that God loves them because he does. He created them and designed them. So what are you going to say? Say, and also, like, that is the biggest key, but also, like, how much you love them. Um, totally. I'm not, like, I don't want to go down a, a, a rabbit psychology trail here, but, like, the influence of parents in kids' lives has such a huge impact on the attention that they strive for later in life. Yeah. Uh, and specifically you fathers that are listening to this, your role in a kid's life yeah. is so drastic uh, that you need to be having these conversations. It might, you might yeah. feel awkward, but like dads in particular, like don't just have the mom do these conversations, especially with daughters. Like yeah. a, dads be in the conversation with both sons and yeah. your daughters. Yeah. And, and on that, on that point, and we got to wrap up here. And again, this is part one. We will talk more about this. And if you guys, please give us feedback, you know, respond with some questions or thoughts or topics that you'd like us to talk about more in modesty, and we're going to follow up on it next week. But uh, to that point with parents, moms, dads, you need to understand that this is not just a girl problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in yeah. the world of Gen Z and social media, it's kind of like a girl thing, but the guys, there's no platform for them to even talk about their struggle with body image or and, and guys struggle with it. Yeah. I mean, I struggle with it. I know I did as a middle school and a high schooler. It's like the boys need to be able to talk about yeah. it. And the only safe place that they can is with their parents. Mm-hmm. But that's got to be a culture that you set and a tone that you set. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the last, the last thing, point number four, that we think that you should start doing a, is you need to help your teens become more conscious of their choices of attire. So it's not about what brand or what clothing and how much skin it has to do with the why behind it so it's it's got to be out out of the heart and out of faith and out of love and out of humility not necessarily well can i wear this or can i wear this it's like it's not about whether a two-piece or a one-piece is modest it's where is your heart and what is driving which one you want to wear Mm -hmm. Uh, out of of the fullness of the heart the mouth speaks out of the fullness of the heart we like we portray act. Totally. all and we act mm-hmm. and we do all these things Absolutely. and like you're very right it's it's very much a guy issue as well you see guys showing off their muscles and it's like yeah. what, what what are you trying to accomplish who are you trying to attract and ultimately i think what you're saying about become more conscious is that a lot of kids are consciously going after um, trying to get this girl to be attracted yeah. to them or trying to get this guy to be yeah. attracted to them but they may not consciously be thinking through like how they're going about it it's like oh i'm just like copying like what i'm seeing these influencers that are making millions of dollars like are posting and i'm i'm copying what i see hollywood selling and like totally what i know like our culture loves right now and that is so fleeting and like you're saying so shallow and so just plain to like hormones and like and all these things like and ultimately it's like 
talking to your kids about like what are what are they consciously like how are they consciously making decisions about what they're portraying of themselves and showing them about all these deeper things that they have to offer than their body yeah. like yeah. and and ultimately it's like as you like you were saying having these conversations where you're calling out things that you love about them it's like there's so many better things about your sons and daughters than what they look like totally that like ultimately those things when they begin to use and begin to show their gifts yeah. that God's given them and and live in in such a way that glorifies God like fills you up so much more mm-hmm. than getting 500 likes on an Instagram pic that you know and your kid knows in their heart is only because of what they look like yeah, yeah. and and that will will just deplete them as they always try to get better and always try to look yeah. this way or look that way but like as you begin to see things that you love about your kid and, and help them show how they can put those on display, the gifts that God's given them, and consciously think through like, am I honoring God and like seeing what he says that gives life and fullness of joy? Or am I just going after what I see social media and Hollywood and influencers show that ultimately like has never made me feel yeah. very good for yeah. a long lasting time? Yeah. yeah. And I think a big thing is like these conversations aren't gonna be like easy and at the end of the day your kids aren't gonna be like thanks mom thanks dad that was so helpful like like I remember (laughs) like I remember in high school I had an older sister and I'm like so they had always had to do the arm check for her shorts and their shorts had to be longer than the fingertips classic Uh, yeah it's a classic rule I think but like my sister was never like happy like wow thanks for thank you for letting me wear these long shorts to school it was like always a battle but like now like I, I know that my sister is like so grateful for the 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 why that was instilled to her. Like yeah. my parents always laid out the why. It was never just like you can't wear these shorts, you can't wear those shorts. It was like, well, here's why we're making these yeah. rules. And as my sister, you know, is is yeah. um, raising a kids, like I can still see her instilling those same why. So like the yeah. conversations aren't going to be easy. Um, they're not. The kids aren't always going to be grateful now, but they are going to have an impact. It's and can I say one thing, yeah. and then we should probably wrap up. Yeah. You maybe say a closing thing. But also, they don't need to be like a sit-down conversation where like, we're going to talk about monastery. Yeah, now. yeah. The whole idea of influencing this culture into your household is that it doesn't need to be such a st- like stagnant talk. Yes. It more so can come up mm-hmm. in normal conversation where you're looking for opportunities to shepherd your kids, disciple your kids. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of many things yes. that I know you parents have to worry yes. about and how you're leading them to glorify Christ. Yeah. And ultimately, there's going to be a conversation about clothing that's going to yeah. come up. And you can throw it in there or you can see a really, really cool looking person that's dressed modestly and be like, dang, their outfit's sick. You, you know what I mean? Like yes. some some girls and guys dress really, really cool and really, really modestly. Yeah. Modestly yep. and call out college kids that you know in their life that like mm-hmm. they look up to. Yeah. And that that dress awesome. Yeah. And and call out things like that that you yeah. see that are honoring to God and yet relevant and cultural and and call those out and be and Absolutely. be grateful for them in normal conversation. Yeah. Those are those are both excellent points. And I think to close, that's the one thing that I would say. So we gave you four things. The first, you know, adopt a culture of modesty in your household. Number two was talk about the world and how much it focuses on on this life and the flesh and talk about how it is all fleeting. The third thing was you can never talk enough about how much God loves them. Mm-hmm. And then fourth, you can talk to your teens uh, and help them become more conscious of their choices of attire. Um but I would say if there's one thing you're going to walk away with, it's a culture becomes a culture from values. That's what determines a culture, what is valued. And if you're never talking about the value of humility in public, then it will not be a value 
to them. Yeah. Um, and it's not about winning right now. You have to play the long game. Your kids will be adults someday, mm-hmm. and you are putting on display what it looks like to be an adult. So if you're not living modestly, you can bet all of the money in your accounts that your kids aren't going to unless God does some crazy work. You're setting the tone for what is valued. Um, so put that into practice this week and let us know if you guys have any questions or specific topics you'd like us to talk further on with modesty. Have a and great we week. Have more next week. We do. Kyle, you want to pray? We'll be, uh, we'll be done. Hey God, uh, thank you so much uh, for today. Uh, and just this time where we can try to, um, encourage wisdom that comes from you, Lord. Uh, Pray for our own hearts, our own minds, as we try to be humble in public, Lord, in many different ways, Lord. And I just pray for the students and the parents that you just lay this on all of our hearts to grow closer to you. Not because of a list of rules, not because you say do this, do that, but because it brings us closer to you and allows us to do the mission better. Mm -hmm. Just now I pray. Amen. Amen.